You said we're gonna do something to your brain. Hello and welcome to Dead Air 15. It's the live and the coconut. That's a wish doctor! How you doing? Good, how are you? Lime or coconut? Uh, lime. No, I'm the lime. Oh, between the two of us, you mean? Yeah. Um... I guess I'm the coconut. Yeah. And you're the witch doctor! How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. It's been two weeks uh, because of... because yes. of you. Well, not because of me. I wanted to do it last week. Uh, well, I couldn't. You looked fine. No, I did not. That's very nice of you. Yeah, I mean, You're not a nice husband. Do you want to explain what happened? Yeah. Um, so, okay, last last week we didn't have a dead air because a couple days prior, um, I was drinking a beverage. I went outside for a moment, uh, came back inside, and sat down on the couch, and then took a drink of my beverage in an opaque container, and um, there. Uh, yeah, immediately recognized there was something in my mouth. Something which very, wasn't beverage. Something very big, which was not beverage. Yeah, big color. Um, and my first thought was bee! And then spit it out, and it was a bee. It was, it was a like a bee like this big. Big. A carpenter bee. bee. Um, and yeah, it was only in my mouth for like a second, but it stung the inside of my lip. Heard right here. Mm. Um, and uh, it was extremely painful. Um, yeah. and I looked like I was Lisa Renna, but only the bottom lip. I mean, your mouth looked like you were Lisa Renna, but you, know, you looked more bad. like, you know, like a candle that's carved into a human face. You kind of look like that. You, you, you know, you, you know, imagine I, it if you've never seen one. A, can a candle that you carve into someone's face. <laughs> it's like a spa treatment. <laughs> You've been doing some naughty stuff. <laughs> No, a candle carved, not into someone's face, sorry, as a... I as get a it, yeah. I get it. A candle that has been carved into, mm -hmm. not carved into. Yeah. Yeah, you look kind of like that, like someone had got and then kind of left like a little bit too close to the stove. The bottom of like, my face was, no beading, was like but... slightly square with the swelling. And then, yeah, this especially the first day, the bottom lip, like, it was... I thought my lip was going to split open. It was so painful. It was swollen up probably a good five, six times the size. Yeah. Um, and I was talking a little about like this. Um, so we just decided to skip it. Yeah. And yeah, of course, you know, you're like, you look fine. Like, no, dude, that's I mean, going to be distracting. By <laughs> <laughs> no, by Saturday, it was fine. No, it wasn't. It was... By Saturday, the swelling was mostly relegated to one side. So, like, this side of my face looked fine, and this side was, like, still doing this. And I was just like, mm, nah. Um, so, if you see me, like, messing around with my lip, with my tongue, it's because the center on the inside is still a bit numb. Mm. Um, I think I talk okay, but yeah, I keep messing with it. So, mm. there you go. That's where we were last week. Yeah, you look like a Toby jug. Disfigured. Yeah. Yeah. A what? <laughs> a Toby jug. You don't know what a Toby jug is. You can just keep saying it, and it doesn't mean that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> a, a, a like big novelty cup that is. It's kind of like, I suppose usually like that big, and they're like carved into faces, like of anything. Like you can get one of Yoda, or like Oliver Reed or something. <laughs> Anyone? No, I'm not familiar. No. This is America, sir. We have big gulps. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a British thing, you know, that and uh, buttons. 
Sorry, what? Yeah, buttons. You know, how we have buttons. We have loads of buttons. We have people who wear buttons all over for some reason. Mm-hmm. A giant wristwatch <laughs> on a belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so anyway, that was fun. Yeah. Bees? Yeah. I mean, I knew exactly what it was when it happened because the same thing happened to me when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Were you drinking a natty ice when you were a little kid? No, it was a Mountain Dew. Like, oh! Outside. Yeah, I used to drink that shit when I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, and yeah, same thing, just like, I think I was at like, I think it was at a park, it was somewhere outdoors, and I like ran over and picked up my drink, and took a drink, and a bee stung me in the mouth. So, yeah. I mean, I know I'm not allergic. Well, I know now for sure. I haven't become allergic, so that's great. But yeah, a lot of fun. Um, George was um, very kind the night that it happened. Like, it looks like it hurts. Are you okay? But I can also, because I know you, see in your eyes that you're dying laughing inside. No. So thanks for that. Well, we do know that that Botox look, like extreme Botox look, does not suit you. I mean, it doesn't suit anyone, but... Um, more, yeah, more like extreme lip filler look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. does not work. It doesn't work for anybody, but... Yeah. Yeah, especially not for me. Maybe it would be fair if you got both, both stung. I think that it would look ridiculous, either way. Just suddenly, like, next week, you just did, like, enormous lips. I know. When like, I told my mom about it, she was like, did you put on lipstick? <laughs> I told her, I sent her a picture of Lisa Run, and I was like, I look like this, kinda. Mm. And she thought it was very funny. That's all. Poor Lisa Renner. They're her natural lips. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Non-natural everything else. Anywho, what are we talking about this week? Bees. We did. We did that. Um, we saw the Frasier trailer. That was, yeah, we did. We, we did saw the Frasier trailer. Are you excited for Frasier? No. I mean, I'm going to watch every episode. I'm sure we'll talk about it every week on the show. But, um, no, I'm not excited. Was There was, like, one joke in it, and it wasn't very funny. It was, like, a, a play on words, I seem to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something like, how Harvard you say that to me? I can't recall. Some kind of Harvard joke, I thought. It just wasn't very funny. Yeah. I still have not seen, like, after we saw that trailer, I looked up, like, a little bit, and I still... It doesn't look like anybody's back but him, I'm pretty sure. And, um, that they have, like, a new... Doesn't he have, like, a, a British friend or something that they're introducing? You saw the trailer, yeah. That's yeah. Rodney. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, are you excited? Uh, yeah, um, I am. I'm, cool. I'm frothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, good. I am, but not for the right reasons. Yeah. What are your reasons? Oh, I just want to pick it apart. Yeah, yeah, right. And I, I think the motivation of why you do this is... That's what fascinates me, is like, what, why do this? And, mm-hmm. yeah, the trailers didn't look funny. I mean, I think that... that Frasier really lost a lot of its shine, mm-hmm. kind of halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really the last, like, two seasons for me where it kind of slows down a lot. I'll watch all of it. I am. We have watched all of it a number of times, yeah. Yeah, I mean, me too, but... Yeah, I mean, after Niles and Daphne get together, it's kind of like some of the steam comes out of it for me. There's such a build-up to that, you know. And then once that's, like, done and over with, you're kind of just stuck with Frasier's, like, 50-year-old man dating people. Yeah. And, um... Dating people. It can be funny, but it's just there's so much of it, and you've seen so much of it, I don't know. 
we'll see what happens in this. Do you think we'll see I mean like guests that we haven't heard about? I think Lilith is gonna show up. Um because George is in love with Lilith, you should know. Um, what do you mean? What, Lilith the person? Lilith the character. Lilith the character, yeah. I meant, yeah. <coughs> um I don't know, I think she's funny. Yeah, I think so too. Um yeah, I, I'm thinking, um, I don't know, I, I get the sense it's going to be like a really conventional sitcom, just with Frasier, mm -hmm. and they're going to try and do, you know, yeah, it's going to be like farcical like it was, but it's it's not really going to have, I'm guessing it's not really going to have any of the wit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I mean... I would expect that as well, and yeah, I mean, just, I don't know, we could be shocked, we could, you know, start watching it and be like, oh, this is just like old times, it's great. It could happen. Yeah. It's just, I'll miss all the great side characters, no Bulldog. Bulldog? You care about Bulldog? I do like Bulldog, yeah, he's funny. Man, no way. Yeah, I think he's funny. Yeah. When he gets all territorial over Roz and her baby for, like, no reason. Oh, yes, we've all seen Frasier. <laughs> What do you think of Kenny? Uh, who's Kenny? The station manager. From oh. Seasons 5 to 11 or something. Yeah, mm, that's alright. Mm. Alright, so yeah, we're <laughs> done with that incredibly important story there about it, we saw the Frasier trailer. I think it comes out like this coming month, I think. So, I guess we'll see soon enough. We could totally make reaction videos to trailers where it's just... Mm. Mm, I mean, that's pretty that, much it, yeah. That is exactly what I expected. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like every trailer, gotta be honest. Yeah. Um, next. Oh yeah, um, we watched Unhinged. <laughs> Unreasonable. Unreasonable. <laughs> Belligerent. <laughs> Should have been the title. <laughs> Discourteous Drivers. Discourteous Drivers. <laughs> Explain Unhinged. Yeah, um... Russell Crowe is a unhinged dude. They kind of imply that, like, his, I guess his wife has left him and he has a drug problem and that he, I guess, murdered his wife or something and then comes across a woman who was ever so slightly rude on uh, leaving on an exit leaving the highway because he was stopped at a green light and didn't move and she honked at him. And then the rest of the movie is him chasing this lady in a universe where um, police... Uh, virtually do not exist, um, and where our main protagonist, heroine lady, is uh, extremely dumb. Heroine lady? Not that kind of heroine. Good anti-hero. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it's very stupid. A theme tune could be bum 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 bum. Remember the bit where... Smack my bitch up. Remember the bit where Russell Crowe is chasing her on the highway, and <laughs> that's a lot of the movie, and causes an accident... Behind her, he like causes a cop car to get rammed by a semi, which was hilarious. Like by a that semi truck. Yeah, uh, who did not even try to brake. He gave a little honk and was just like, bah! <laughs> and exploded into a million pieces. Um, <clears throat> and then she's driving away um, with her kid, and she's like calls the police. She actually has a phone, and they're like, all units in that area are currently responding to a big accident, um, the one that Russell Crowe just caused. And then uh, she's like, oh my god, we're all on our own, and hangs up the phone. And then the next shot is like a U-turn spot. Like, why don't you just turn around? 
and go back where the where there's gonna be loads of cops. Just lots of dumb decisions, but I didn't hate it. It's essentially a chase movie. Yeah. About Russell Crowe hunting down a lady and her son in a car. Mm-hmm. And uh, killing and other people. Yeah, in the way in and the way. acquiring her phone and then like bargaining with her on whose family member he's gonna kill next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Which family member he's gonna kill next and um yeah, a, yeah, it's a chase. So it's a, it's a, you know, kind of like a horror movie, but it never like an action the, thriller. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could like have that. made the same script a horror movie, I suppose, because I mm. originally sort of guessed like, oh, is it going to be dual? Mm-hmm. But you know, that has a lot of tension in it. So no, no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I was interested in because I remember hearing about it. I really? Say it's like, shut up, like twenty twenty <laughs> or something. And people saying it sucked, and I was like, huh. I looked on IMDb, and there are tons of bad reviews that were like, Russell Crowe was awful. Um, and then we watched it. I didn't hate it. it no, was, I didn't. It was not good, but no. it wasn't offensive or bad. And Russell Crowe, I actually thought, was properly maniacal. Um, yeah. He I, was spooky and scary. Like, he, yeah. you know, he did a good job of being a crazy person. Uh, the, the problem was, was that there was, we never understood his motivations. Um, His motivation is just he's an angry person. What reasons could yeah. there be? Yeah. But, um... The real problem, I guess, was tonal. Yeah. In that there were bits where I felt like it was trying to be nasty. Like, very violent. And... Like, like, you know, violent, but not in a, like... We've just blown Marvin's head off way. In a kind of, like, oh, Like, a, a way that makes you go, ugh. Yeah. Um, it, trying That's to do like, that, and it almost got there at parts. Being, like, like pretty effective in little Like, he's bits. setting people on fire. Yeah. And, like, I mean, there's a bit where he, um, well, he beats the shit out of McPoyle. McPoyle, her, her divorce lawyer, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, in the middle of a diner, he's, like, stabbing a dude yeah. and bashing his head in, and people are just staring and then get up and leave, and, like, like, that was nasty, the way he attacked him. Yeah. But, like, this is America. You know, um, those old dudes back in the booth would, like, have a shotgun in their pocket and blow his head off, <laughs> yes. you know? Like, like I've you see, people I've, would be on him. I've seen videos, like, you know, CCTV gas station videos, like, gas station getting robbed. And, like, there was the one of, like, the Marine who came in, like, half drunk <laughs> and just saw a dude robbing the place and, like, bashed this motherfucker in the head. Like, took him out. Um, yeah, this is know. America. Someone would be beating him and screaming, this is America. There are people who are look like waiting for those opportunities, yes. Um, yeah, there'd be a guy in the back there who sees it happening and puts in his gun guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit... Uh, there are people waiting for those opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's like a fucking Cannot zoo. fucking wait. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so it was... Un- unrealistic, for sure, and... I think that, you know, but overall, what else do you have to say about it? Didn't hate it. I actually thought Russell Crowe was decent in it. Well, so I was going to say that there are, yeah, it tries to be, or feels like it tries to be kind of, um, yeah, horrible and... Um, oh, right, total problems. Yeah, ho- horrible and sort of like chilling in the same way as something like Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But then it... But then it becomes way, it goes way too much for it to be real, and like you said, it's ridiculous. The logic of it doesn't work, mm-hmm. which you know you need 
Because he's not supernatural. Yeah. He's not Mike Myers. The Where he's like, he kicks down a door and he just busts in like the Kool-Aid guy. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Boo! Walking through walls and shit. Or, it needed to be like falling down. Yeah. Where the the guy can still be, you know, I mean, in falling down he's kind of an anti-hero until the end. Mm. But he's not, he's not a hero, he's not a good person. Mm -hmm. He's gone off his rocker. And in this you could... I don't know. You, I'm not saying like make it funny, but well, part of the uh, part of the issues like there with like the tone stuff was there'd be like moments where I it was like bordering on funny and I couldn't quite tell. What's the crew? The dude. end where she gets him, you know, uh, and like inflicts an awful wound, and um, and then she has like a oh, yeah. one liner, a little quip to give him, and it's like hmm, tonal issues. Yeah, just pick a, pick a direction. You mean where she stomps some scissors through his head? Yeah, she kicks scissors through his head. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, She's like, here's your courtesy honk. <laughs> I think it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just some... Um, like, he should have shit himself at that point, like, really loud. <laughs> like, I, think if, I just think if you made it, like, a little bit more believable in the ways that he would, like, get out of the situations and various times other than the police like shoot him in the shoulder and he just runs out the back door and then he's gone. What happened to that police officer? He just stood there. Anyway, a little more believable and like make it a little, just a little tiny shift more into like straight, almost like horror. And I think it would have worked pretty well overall and make the lead character less dumb. Yeah. It was hard to sympathize with her. Or, I mean, maybe the audience for this would have been smaller, but it would have been beloved make it like fucking hilarious and bonkers mm. and russell crowe's constantly talking to his four by four like right i'm gonna get that bitch tucker who's four by right <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god russell crowe <laughs> and make it so like people are jumping on him and he's like a hulk like throwing them off yeah like he's got super strength yeah he's busted yeah he's fat so that means he can like run through two by four walls I really, yeah. I mean, that was so funny. We were just laughing at He just, like, kicks a door, like, barely, <laughs> and it, like, flies off the hinge. <laughs> oh, that's 300 pounds of Australian um, fucking muscle there. And he's on Oxy. Oh, he's on, like, Downers. Mm. How's that work? Whatever. It needed to, like, kind of pick a lane a little bit more, I think. But otherwise, it was alright. For a... I'm definitely guessing this was a um, streaming-only exclusive thing um but uh yeah i mean he was pretty good i thought uh not da daisy ridley was okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah anything else to say about that kid was good yeah kid was good yeah uh that's a tough one to do you know non-annoying child actors so maybe i just find children annoying i don't know <laughs> um, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was all right. I mean, it was you know brainless. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, brainless. But you know, some stuff that's like that can be really fun. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. It's all right. All right. No more Russell crowing for you. Oh my tugger! Let's go find these Chinamen. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, next savior complex. This just came out. The other day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't have a lot to say, do you? Um, on HBO, three-part series about a 
um, religious lady who goes to Africa and plays doctor, um, is the short of it, in a three um, like feeding clinic. Yeah, three parts. Um, uh, the only, I mean, one of the main reasons I was actually interesting. Uh, it's not just about that. No, it's not. And some of the other stuff is actually more interesting, which is different. Um, yeah, well, before this came out and the trailers were coming out, there were like people on social media saying, oh my God, are they going to, is HBO going to try and give this lady a platform and excuse what she did and blah, blah, blah. It's like, have you guys ever seen a fucking HBO documentary? You know, that's not, just because they have her for interviews doesn't mean this is going to be like from her side. It's not quite yeah. as much about the NGO targeting her, mm -hmm. but a lot of it's about that. Yeah. The NGO called No White Saviors. Mm-hmm. Were they an NGO or are they just a social media account, I thought? Well, that's part of the problem because what yeah. happened with them was um, one of the co-founders is accused of stealing money mm -hmm. from their donations and they don't, you know, and they didn't whatever you have to do, incorporate or whatever, until after they'd started accepting donations. So there's very little accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, where did that money go? We don't know. Yeah, we only saw like a little clip in like the last episode of like a falling out mm. between mm -hmm. them. And uh, like, I was, yeah, I was definitely like, what the, I want more of that. What happened to yeah. Crazy Lady, Kelsey? I, I read quite a lot about it. There's an input on inverse.com. Mm -hmm article about it. There's also a New Yorker article about it from like 2020. And um, yeah, they've accused each other, the two, I think there may have been three co-founders. I but think there were three, yeah. But it was the main two. Two of the, two of the co-founders have accused each other of stealing money from the organization. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of not super clear what they're doing other than calling out people like Gerard Butler for... Mm -hmm. Taking photos with Ugandan kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was interesting because you kind of had, as it went on, especially like after the first episode and you learn more about No White Saviors, like kind of dueling bad guys in this story. Like it comes across like No White Saviors is really, yeah, just interested in kind of like capitalizing on some of this versus actually like helping anything. If you read the input article, it mentions a couple of other people um, who they've targeted, mm -hmm. and it, it alleges that they more or less uh, just wrote shit about them that didn't, that yeah. had absolutely no like the no sources or anything. Lady of the like a yoga studio. Yeah, I think there was a lady. You know, um, I think she was a doctor, Doctor Kiona or something, mm -hmm. uh, who ran a yoga studio in Kenya and uh, got money, you know, was partly funded by UNICEF to offer free yoga to people. Mm. And she'd lived there for like 15 years. Mm -hmm. And they accused her of all sorts of stuff, of like, you know, in a sexually inappropriate stuff. And yeah, like sorts. no evidence for no it. No evidence at all. Just like destroyed her business. and Yeah, yeah and, um, mm -hmm. you know, so it's kind of hard to see, sort of know what's true, but uh, it comes across to me like Kelsey... Uh, who's gone, Kelsey, who, the white woman from No White Saviors, who's mm -hmm. accused of stealing all the money, and who in the clip at the end of the documentary is like, don't you want to help black people? I thought you wanted to help black people. To her Jesus. black co-founder. Like, yeah, some pretty abusive 
yeah gaslighty stuff that we saw just for like a few seconds yeah she's written posts about you know she's got bipolar and she's been mm -hmm. hospitalized for it before and you know she's got like manic behavior and i wonder if like a lot of it is actually really just her mm -hmm. kind of like mm -hmm. yeah right yeah i mean well that's or was her i don't know an area where like i kind of wish that we'd i kind of wish there was one more episode <coughs> worth of the show because i wanted to learn more about like kelsey and the white saviors and other shit they were doing yeah i could have watched like an entire episode about that and then the actual main lady renee um who started started a clinic for like undernourished kids uh originally so that when they got out of the hospital they could have a place where they could get food and kind of um you know, bring them back recuperate bring them back to health um and then it was more like people just started you know bringing their undernourished children there and you know um but like the clips of her like she had like ugandan doctors and nurses who would give their medical opinions and then her saying like no no that's not right in america we do this she has zero medical training yeah um she's never even been to college she was like 19 when she went there yeah um knew jack shit uh and there's like a nurse jackie who volunteered with her for a bit who was really the hero of the story um edie falco edie falco <laughs> yes um who was like you know immediately noticing that you're doing things wrong you're actually putting these children's lives at risk um and I kind of wanted like more of that. I wanted more footage of um, her being like, "What's what's this thing here? What's that is called? She, is and that cirrhosis? Is that is that cirrhosis on a baby?" Uh, and, yeah. well, she's saying, "What what drug do we need? Is it diazepam? No, I mean endonephrine." Uh, she said diazepam. No, uh, epinephrine. 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 What? Like okay, epinephrine basically adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, diazepam. Is what you uh, take when you've got to go against Sniper Wolf. When you have to snipe, that's right. Yeah. Um, just, like, as a layman with zero medical training, like, I know what some of those words mean. What the fuck are you doing? Um, and yeah, just her doctors and nurses who worked for her saying, like, well, she's the boss, you know, if you don't want to lose your job, you just do what she says. And yeah, a lot of crazy shit, her putting... Like IV catheters into babies' skulls and she shit. She did that once, though. She, yes. And there was a doctor supervising. Yeah. Um, well, there were, I mean, a lot of the footage that we saw, there were doctors and nurses around. And yeah, they would give their opinion. She'd be like, no, 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 no. Um, it was interesting stuff. Yeah. The, this was clearly about uh, her own ego, mm -hmm. you know, as being like, you know, the savior of these poor Ugandan children. Um, they estimated like a hundred died in her care at the clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's all kinds of arguing about whether she did anything on her own without supervision from medical personnel. A hundred died in her clinic out of, um, just over a thousand. Nine hundred something, I thought. And, yeah. um, well, yeah, but they're the ones who live. Nine hundred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And her mortality rate was like 14%, which is less mm -hmm. than the local hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But she's still not qualified to be doing that shit. And, no, I agree. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it, it's an interesting story, for sure. And uh, I was surprised that at the very end, Renee kind of had almost, like, some moments of self-reflection. Um, which was interesting, because you just never see that, you know, from... Yeah, I mean, if you if you think of it one way, you know, the reason that that clinic doesn't exist now is because of what she did. Mm -hmm. Because 
that's the reason she got run out of Uganda. Mm -hmm. If she'd have just administrated it mm -hmm. like she was meant to, rather yeah. than get involved, it would still be open. Because mm -hmm. it was doing good. Yeah. Those people had nowhere else to go. Yeah, it's, it's a complicated story um, yeah. with multiple shitty people and some people trying to do good and having not, you know, clear... I mean, I, I, I look, I agree. I don't like the idea of, like, you, you've got nowhere else to go, you come to my clinic, and now pray. And yeah, and pray to Jesus. I, I find that distasteful, you. but that's better than... Um, I know what you mean. Go back home and um, die. Yeah, and then, you know, also the other side is, you know, oh, you're poor... You know, so you come to my clinic, so, you know, maybe I, maybe I killed your baby, but, uh, you know, that's better than, uh, the alternative, which was going nowhere. Like, you know, hmm. Yeah, but, well, I agree with that, but did she kill her baby? Um, the kids who died of refeeding syndrome, I think, was definitely her fault. Uh, yeah, but, um, there's actually quite a lot of debate within the medical community about whether the WHO's guidelines on feeding slowly is the correct one. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure everyone agrees on the guidelines for medication formulations uh, for babies, you know, what they should be having by weight. Um, but she tried to pass that off on everyone else, you know. Um, like, because there were, there were doc like, one of the doctors that, she, like, worked with her who was interviewed was like, yeah, we would say, like, she needs, you know, they need this amount of antibiotic. And she would say, no, they need much more. Yeah. And then she said, no, I just did what the doctor said. So, mm, crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, you know, kind of however you look at it. Um, so it was pretty good. If you got HBO and you like that kind of stuff, I'd give it a watch personally. It's, it's a slow start, I would say. It's yeah, kind the, of meandering the, the, the first episode's pretty meandering. There's a lot of time spent on her and, yeah. you know, Jesus. And... What did you think of No White Saviors's... No White Saviors's... Library. That was fucking ridiculous. $150,000. dollars to rent a building and put like 200 books in it. Uh, what a nice are coffee you table. Uh, yeah. It looked like shit. It looked like, you know. It looked like a waiting room for uh, something else, not a library. Yeah, I mean, for like a manufacturing facility. Or, or, like or, a, de a, or a dentist, you know, a nice dentist, you know, with these books. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was my main complaint overall with it, is I kind of wish there was more about some of that stuff, where we just dip our toes into some of these things, and then they're kind of, like, gone. I kind of wish there was more. Yeah, it's not over yet, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose not. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'd say check it out, if you like documentaries. Um, yeah. Anything else to say about that? No. Okay. Do you want to um, next year mention mention Starfield? Next year. Next, I said. Um, yeah, well, briefly, I was going to say that we. Uh, I said before that I was going to do a Starfield playthrough, and I did record one, uh, but I'm not going to put it up because mm -hmm. I kind of I found the game a bit kind of uh, boring at times, and I'm not sure it would be the most entertaining video. Yeah, because you played several hours on your own at first. And then you were like, I'm bored. There's no radio on this. Can I start a new character? And will you sit here and talk to me while I do it? And then it was still boring. So Yeah, and I, I think really for me that was as much to do with the way I consume games. Mm -hmm. I, I never play a game, like, for half an hour straight. Yeah. Like, on you know, I will get up and feed the dog. 
We do a lot of and faffing around. Go outside playing games, yeah. And have a coffee and come in and take a shit and yeah. go out and have a tea on the front porch, let the dog play some more. Yeah. Maybe push pause and go have some go have some cheese or something. Yeah, I don't play any game without watching T V in the background. Yeah. Usually something I've seen. But Yeah, uh, I mean I could there are some that that I can't and yeah, I know I know what you mean. Like it's typically stuff we've seen before. It's just kinda like background noise for quiet moments. There are some games where I can play just with game audio. If it's, you um, know, very narrative-based. It depends on what it is. Like, I can play Subnautica with um, my over-your-headphones and just listen to the score and the sounds of well, yeah. the creatures and sure. stuff. And Skyrim, I can do with headphones and not have anything else on. But generally, yeah, we're usually listening to something else and um, taking plenty of breaks and, yeah. So, I get ya. So there you go, just, just to mention that. Um, it probably, I mean, I had it probably fun was boring. Playing it with you, but yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, the funnest part for me was when we finally met the adoring fan, and we were like giggling for a solid five minutes. Yeah, about that. That was pretty good. And uh, you landed miraculously yet again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, <clears throat> meeting. Uh, you flirting with me? Let me tell you about my girlfriend. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Donna. Yeah, let me tell you about Donna. So I took my girlfriend Donna over on a vacation. Just I'm thinking that me and Donna... Going over a loop with him. Yeah, we're like, yeah. let's go find Donna. And we did. <laughs> and we did. And she's like, my boyfriend. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, I love the social commentary in Starfield when you meet Donna and she's like mopping floors and she's like, I love my job. Yeah. My supervisor says I'm the best handy woman in the yeah. world. Great social commentary. Everybody's happy. Mm. Not everyone, but anyway, I've stopped playing Starfield. Yeah. Oh, am I going to start ranting about Starfield? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I don't That's think right. you played a little a little more after you did mm -hmm. the Starfield video, but um, I feel like your opinions about it haven't really changed from what I recall of you talking about it every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, done with Starfield, huh? For, for now. For now, yeah. No, I, I, I will go back to it, for sure, and... I think what you said in the video is spot on. That, like, in a few years, this, well, thank will, this you. will be a fun... Well, thank you very much. No, I, I agree with you. Like, from watching you play it and stuff, like, it just feels like there's so many holes in it. Um, where there should have been other content. And I think it will be a decent game in a few years. But, but also, like you said, some things they can't really fix. So, I don't know. The world seems boring. There's no real conflict, you know. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of flavor. Yeah, not really. a lot of flavor. You know, the story could be boring, but if it's a really interesting world, then you can still enjoy it. But, yeah. I'm sure you will go back to it, but... Hmm. Anything else to say? I did the full story, and I did um, loads of the side quests. I did the whole... You see Vanguard side quests where you're fighting Deathclaw Alien. I did uh, the Freestyle Rangers. <coughs> and, like, they never comment on, like, oh, you're a Freestyle Deputy. Or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I get you. Yeah. Man, um, New Vegas had it where you piss people off and mm -hmm. they don't forget. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, you know. I don't think that either of us had anything unreasonable that we wanted. No. If it had the same engine and like the same level of complexity as Fallout 4, but in space, I would have been happy with that, with a fun world. I, I went back to Skyrim. And Venus. Yeah. And Skyrim. just messing about, I was like, oh my god, I can kill Bellathor. 
Yeah. They'd never allow I remember to do good that games. <laughs> in Starfield. Killing Bellathor. Mm-hmm. Killing Trash Kankala. Yeah. I don't know, you've been <coughs> talking to the Institute and now you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, blasting father with a fat man from across the top of the building. Was that how you did it? Uh, last playthrough, yeah. That was fun. I yeah, at the tall I always get him at the tall building as well. Mm-hmm. Uh last time I had a Super Sledge. A rocket powered <laughs> yeah. Super Sledge because I was playing on uh my idiot savant mm-hmm. what's his name? Um Inspector Cluso. Yeah. Playthrough. Where who you ended were... up so I didn't want to put anything in intelligence, so he ended up with like eleven strength. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just blasting him. Yeah, and like really high luck, yeah. It's like throwing him across the Yeah. Like Fun, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's terrible, but mm. yeah, I get you. I'm tempted to play Cyberpunk at some point. I've never played it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we were looking at comments on Starfield video, there were a number of people saying you should check out like Cyberpunk, that the new update or whatever is good, and you still have to deal with Keanu Reeves, I guess. That's not a problem. Yeah. What do you mean? That's he seems it? nice. You know. The person, but I all I really have seen of Cyberpunk is the stuff from when it came out. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's Keanu Reeves playing Ted. So like everything you do, it's like whoa. Isn't he like a, like a rock star hologram or something in that? He's like they fuck people, rocks. I don't know. I... <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot yeah. about it either. So yeah, maybe you check it out sometime. Yeah. Um, Adam smashing pumpkins. I think his name is. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Well. Well, that's his descriptor. Adam. He is smashing pumpkins. What's next? World of Warcraft. I don't even have much to say. Uh, I played World, World of Warcraft like 17 or 18 years ago. Um, and got bored of it and... I divorce you. I divorce like, you. I divorce you. As if. Um, <laughs> and, I don't know. When did you thought, stop collecting Warhammer? Uh, I've, I've never played Warhammer. I've watched people play it and it's boring as shit. Just my opinion. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, play, I'd rather I play a video game. watching someone do it. I'm not measuring little shit. Like, yeah. God. It, play I, a game. <laughs> yeah, it made a lot more sense before video games. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know. I that. mean, I can see the appeal of painting yeah. models and building your own army and stuff. I get, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I liked Magic the Gathering when I was a kid too, but you know, now I have more video games. Don't yeah, I never, never played Magic. Um, yeah, World of War- so you used to play the World of Warcraft? Yeah, years ago. Um, I think I played it for like a year, maybe. Enjoyed it. Like a year straight, like that's the <laughs> game time you got on it. <laughs> when I wasn't at work, it kind of was like that. Um, but, uh, and yeah, quick, because it's just like, Oh, the problem with a lot of MMOs, to me, is just the whole, you know, things feel repetitive, you don't feel like you're having an actual impact in the world, you know, there isn't really an endgame, and they kind of introduced, like, a newish endgame with expansions, and I just kind of got bored with it, but, I don't know, just was, like, the other day I was thinking, like, I'd really like to play something with you. Man, I wish we could play a game together, um, that we haven't already played the hell out of, uh, so we would got the free trial. I told you I want to try Human Full Flat. What? I made you put it in your wish list like four years ago. Four years ago. Wish, wish list. 
I don't remember. Gymnasium, human fall flat. It's like a physics game. Okay, right. You can have two people. Okay. Like solving stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Gotcha. It looks ridiculous and fun. Yeah. Well, I told you that we should play Portal 2 on two players sometime. I've like, already hey. done it with Damien. Oh, okay. I don't want to do that again. Okay, it's sure. Fucking little robot. I guess we could always check out the new Valheim expansion, but. or, um, update. But. haven't, just because. I feel like it, you know, it'll be like. same problem as before. We'll do the new biome and beat the new boss or whatever, and then kind of have nothing to do. It's the problem with any game. Uh, World of Warcraft then, so what were your experiences on it? Were you... I don't know. Um... It was alright. Um... You okay, alright. fun. Uh, I mean, definitely things are way different now than back when I played. Um, they've had, like, shitloads of expansions and this whole, like, starting in a new player starting area... Yeah. Uh, thing was kind of threw me for a loop. Um... Just because, like, well, shit, if I'd known that, then, you know, you could have picked a different race from me or whatever. The whole idea of we should pick the same one is we'll start in the same area. And it's like, oh, it didn't really matter. But I had fun with you, though. It um, it looks better than what I expected it to. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they've done anything. It's like updating the graphics, but... So uh, it, I've obviously been playing World of Warcraft for the first time. Yep, your what, first time. What I didn't realize... Uh, was how absolutely bananas the world is. That's part of the fun. I knew it was going to be fantasy. Is it? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, there's like gnomes turning into like fucking motorcycles. Yeah, you were, yes. You were, we were, yeah, like turning a quest and you're like, did you see that? This guy just turned into a mechanoid motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah, with a driver. <laughs> like, he's not even driving it. Yeah. Pretending. It's it's a bananas world. For yeah. For sure, yeah. Um, um, or the, the gnome on his... <laughs> Mecha ostrich. Yeah, I think the um, God, what do they call it? I can't recall, but I think that's their base mount. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm guessing that really the appeal is the need for teamwork. Yeah, but you can. Because it's otherwise quite straightforward and dull. Yeah, the you know story stuff is not that interesting. I do think that some of the um, like regions. Like, in terms of design and look, yeah. are a lot of fun and we really cool. There, yeah. yeah, all we've done is the starting area and then got into Stormwind and that's kind of it at the moment. But there's a lot of fun regions and, yeah, I mean, Battlegrounds can be fun if you're into that. Um, PvP stuff. I think uh, both of us starting as rogues, I'm actually more interested in doing Battlegrounds now. I don't know if it's the same as when I played, but rogues were fucking the tits in Battlegrounds back then. Yeah, you know, I think that, um, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll the, see. The only person I know other than you who played World of Warcraft was, like, deeply into it. Mm. So. Oh, see, I was never like that. Like, there were, yeah, when I played. I mean, I remember when the, go on. I was just gonna say, when I played, I was in a guild, but it was like a social guild. Just like, if you need help with some... No, it was actually pretty nice to be like, uh, I need a fifth person for this, um, you know, dungeon or whatever. And somebody would be like, oh, I got nothing going on, I'll come heal for you or whatever. That was nice. But some guilds treat it like it's a motherfucking second job. Like you, I'm not joking. Like, you know, from this time of day to this time of day, we are always on. No breaks. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to play a game to have fun. I don't want it to be, 
Like, there are people who, like, just want to grind levels and get, like, like, we must do a 20-man raid because I must have that purple sword. Like, I, I, I just want to have fun. That's why I'm playing games, not to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it depends on how you play it. Y yeah. Yeah. I I can see that. I mean, the, the person I knew, uh, I remember when Lich King came out, mm -hmm. he, he started to, he was part of a raiding guild. Mm -hmm. Like, he had to apply yeah, there are ones you have to apply and get accepted. And yeah. Ridiculous. Um, he was yeah. a tank for them. and <coughs> He was doing 20-hour days. That's absurd. Doing it. There's some like that make you play. Complaining about migraines and things like yeah, that. Yeah, well, because that's unnatural. And like, how, yes. When are you sleeping and going to work? Well, I remember him telling me that it was New Year's Eve. I and remember this. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell them. Yeah. Yeah, he made a cheese sandwich. And I think the story was he took a shit. And then... Only because he had to take a shit, he looked at his watch and it was like 12.15. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh, well, back to it. Yeah. Back to it, and yeah. That's not fun, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are ones that are, like, fucking ridiculous. There are, at least when I played, I'm sure some of it hasn't changed. There are, like, raiding guilds, like, yeah, you have to apply. And then you get taxed on, like, all of your treasure and money that you make in the game. Like, in-game gold and silver. Um, like, you have to pay a certain amount. And, like, I'm not fucking doing that. Do you have to self-declare? Do they, do they audit <laughs> you? You, to, you get an audit as to your taxes, yeah. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I might play a little bit more um, and just see, because I do think the world's fun. And, yeah, it is absolutely kooky, banana shit. I mean, the combinations of just, like you said, yeah, you know, goofy stuff. Did you see the movie at all? I don't think you did, did you? No. They made a movie, a very expensive movie that nobody liked. Oh. Um, ben Foster is in it. As a mage, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, you like Ben Foster. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's all I got, really. I might mess around some more while you're editing in a bit or whatever. What's next? Um, last thing on the list, San Francisco pods you wrote down. Oh, yes, I saw, um, what? Nothing, I'm chuckling. Why? Because you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw a brief uh, article about, um, San Francisco pods. It's, uh, I suppose a private company has opened nothing particularly new. Pods you can rent for, I think, like $700 in one part of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And they are four feet tall and basically the size of a twin bed. Mm -hmm. For $700 a month. Yeah. A coffin, basically. All inclusive. Mm -hmm. Well, what, are you going to shower in your bed? No, inclusive but there's, there's, of what? There's, there's bathrooms, like communal bathrooms, communal kitchens. Just live in a tent in the woods. Yeah, yeah that's mental. Yeah. Um... But I suppose the, the reasoning is, well, San Francisco, you know, if you're going to make like four grand a month, like, yeah, you can't afford the three grand for a tiny one bedroom, but you can afford 700 for a coffin. Would, you know, if you're making four grand a month, is, is it worth it living in a tent in the woods? Or is it worth it making 300, 3,300 grand and living in, you know, human places? Human <laughs> places. Yeah, I don't know, to each his own, but that seems absolutely insane. Just, I don't know. 
I mean, I like to say just move, but you know, it, it is more complicated than that. People have family and, you know, their connections might all be in the same area. I don't know. I just, I could not imagine. Well, this one in particular is aimed at like people doing like tech startups for whatever reason. Like one of the quotes was about like, this is what you, you do when you believe in your product. How long um, until the tiny home, like uh, turning it into like a posh luxury? It's already happened. We're not poor. Um, no, no. I mean, how long before that transfers to the new um, $700 coffin? Thing. Well, that's kind of what this is. It's not like, you know, are you down and out? Mm -hmm. You know, although... <laughs> I mean, I you know, I, we've always had flop houses and mm -hmm. dust houses for people to... Say dust house. Dust house. Dust house. Yeah. Well, what does flop mean? I don't know. Well, there you go. Read between the lines. <coughs> all right, all right, done. Um, yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Mental. We've got we've seen capsule capsule hotels and hostels before in Japan and Hong Kong. If you're into that, go for it. If I, what do you mean? If I'm into it, I'm talking about you. I mean, like if people are into that, living in a pod or living in a coffin, that's fine. I don't care. Well, if I think you, especially you, some people in I, Hong Kong don't really have much of a choice. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> I read an article where it's like a, an 80-year-old man living in one of these places, and he, it's still like $400 a month. Yeah. I think the average uh, rent for a studio in San Francisco is something like $2,200 for mm. a studio. Mm-hmm. Pretty mental. Well, what I was going to ask, okay, so you kind of like, I suppose, started with the the tiny pods thing. Mm. Like, uh, what what is this about? Is this uh, is this overpopulation or is this just not meeting housing demand? Uh, I think housing not meeting housing demand certainly comes into it, but also um, I wonder if there's much in terms of collusion among rentiers in terms of like uh you know well the market rate is the market rate so let's just make sure that the market rate stays high nobody starts selling stuff for cheap i don't know um well yeah i mean i well, mean I, you know i i'm sure san francisco can be a cool city but is it that fucking great i don't think I mean, it's about being cool i think it's you know there's a lot of jobs there yeah, I Especially understand. Especially in the tech sector. But, yeah. No, I get I get you. I mean, you know, I don't like to judge what choices people have to make, but... Um, you're you. Maybe try and get a work-from-home job. You'll be judged from the day you're born until the day you yeah. die. I know they're trying to... Try and... People are trying to get rid of that shit, too. Yeah, become a farmer in South Dakota. I don't know. Well, uh, I guess what interests me about it is that, you know, obviously that's not all over the country. No. Um, it's where the money is and where the jobs are. Mm -hmm. um, but you've got that, uh, while simultaneously a lot of people saying we're not replenishing the population mm -hmm. fast enough. There's going to be a demographic crisis. Yeah. Like, well, well this, this is why. Like, that, try, try and raise yeah. a family in a pod. That great um, uh, meme... You've probably seen it, 
where it's like, why aren't millennials having more babies on an article? And just a response that was like, um, that's because rent is 1500 and jobs paying $10 an hour or something. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine why, like, people our age, have, you know, are choosing not to have kids. Um. Hmm. Plus, like, God, I saw, just briefly, actually, I didn't mention to see this morning, but if you're interested, I read an article this morning about, like, Mark Cuban funding a study on, um, hospital, uh, pricing, um, because there was legislation passed that hospitals are, are supposed to have, like, an online record of most of their services and what they charge for them, um, and, like, some researcher was like, I don't know if that's the case, I don't know, we'll see. Mark Cuban funded the study where researchers checked the prices online and then called the the same hospitals and asked for prices using, like, the same billing codes, like, the exact same procedures, mm. and uh, wildly different prices. Like, one ho like a hospital would say $10,000 for a vaginal birth, and then um, when you called on the phone, they would say 20000 like, twice as much in some cases. Um, why? I can't remember why I brought this up, but... <laughs> oh, having kids. It made me think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why? Freedom. America. Yeah. Okay, um... I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a nutty wonder that, you know, people don't want to have kids. And well, I don't even think that that's that widespread, I don't know. Well, no, no, it isn't. Numbers, I mean, you know, yeah. this is like a population boom in other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, uh, this reminded me as well, so I, I looked it up again. It's not really that relevant to it, but I think it's an interesting story. Mm -hmm. There's like definitely a Wikipedia article or, and other articles about it. Have you ever heard about St. Matthew's Island mm -hmm. in the Bering Sea? Mm -hmm. It's a small, well, it's about 30 miles long mm -hmm. island um, that... Uh, it's got like foxes on it, and I think like foxes and voles are the only mammals on it, and it's like covered in lichen. Like some of the lichens are like feet sure. thick. The Bering Sea. Yeah. And um, in the, f I think in 1944, the U.S. Coast Guard or the Navy or whatever uh, set up like a radio station there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and when they did that, they also introduced twelve elk onto the island mm -hmm. with the idea that like oh if these people get cut off by a storm and we can't get supplies in mm -hmm. they can hunt the elk mm -hmm. so then after the second world war they left the island and they left the elk there and um those 12 elk became 6000 elk by 1960 mm -hmm. in like less than 20 years mm -hmm. um because there was so much lichen and no natural predators. Mm -hmm. And then in 1980, they were all dead. All of them. Mm -hmm. Because the population like grew exponentially because there was infinite food. But then it grew to the point where it wasn't like they it wasn't like there was a slow decline, a slow decline in available food. It was just suddenly there was no food because mm -hmm. They had grown and grown and they just ate it all. Um, and then um, lots died of malnutrition and starvation, but the ones that survived weren't in the position to breed. Mm -hmm. They'd all like 
they all the ones left were had like grown up with malnutrition, couldn't mm. procreate and things like that. Yeah, I can, yeah. Because you, uh, you, you'd think that. that it would reduce the population to a small size, but not kill everything. Mm -hmm. But well, didn't, you know, the starvation didn't kill everything. It's just that the things it didn't kill didn't have any babies. Oh, Elk right. babies. Elk babies. Yeah. Elk is good though. <laughs> um, right, yeah. Hmm. Humans. No, elk. <laughs> I get you, yeah. Well, I, I, do, um, I didn't mean that in a like a, a kind of like, oh, that's what's going to happen yeah. sort of way. It just sort of brought it up because I found it interesting. Mm -hmm. But, um, hmm. Yeah, right. You could sort of see it as a parable for the long-term future of just... I suppose, a, you know, uh, the idea of, you know, peak oil is actually the last drop of oil. Mm -hmm. It isn't like peak oil is... We get to a peak and then, like, taper. It's like everything is everything is expanding, expanding, until suddenly it's not. Mm. Right, and not yeah. just not expanding, but done. See what you're saying? Yeah, right. Like, elk don't have the foresight to taper themselves to... Mm. But neither do we, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right. Interesting stuff. Sorry if I have anything to say. I just might have to think on that for a bit. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about? Some stuff you were saying. I don't know. Uh, okay, I got one last thing. Um, okay. Donald Trump is in a bit of hot water, isn't he? Is he? 91 felony counts. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's some talk about, like, well, is he going to go to jail? Well, if he hadn't been the ex-president, he'd already be in jail. Mm -hmm. uh, he said some wild shit about Millie. Mm -hmm. um, that he would have been executed. Yeah. Um, uh, but... What I was going to ask, actually, was a lot of people, you know, kind of like, it's a bit of fantasy, like, oh, what's it going to be like for him in jail? Mm. Um, and I was going to think, like, if they ever had to put an ex-president in jail, whether it be Trump or whatever, um, surely they'd make them a special jail. Don't you think? I don't know. Because um... there was this real, there was this prisoner in... Um, Oh, I can't remember where. I want to say one of the Carolinas. It was somewhere where they didn't have the death penalty, but he was, like, hyper-violent, hyper and mm. he killed a prison guard. But they couldn't execute him for it, and he was, like, very dangerous towards prison guards. So they built him a special cell mm -hmm. where they didn't have to actually physically interact with him at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Not that you need um, to do that with Donald Trump, but, I mean, like, you could just build him a separate prison... Where he's still got like his, he's he's in, he's in like a Hannibal Lecter cage, but he's still got like, like Secret Service men like pretending to be lampshades, going all clear, <laughs> pretending to be lampshades. Yeah, yeah. He's going for shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty unprecedented, so I don't know what where all this will go. I mean, my assumption is he would end up at a club fed, like a. With his own cell. Um, Probably his own cell block. Like, like Rudolf yeah, Hess. Elaine Maxwell didn't get that. I mean, she wasn't the president. I know, but um, you know, but she still got shit that you know. I think most prisoners in this country don't fucking get. 
She got her own room. She got, like, a computer with internet and, you know. So she could get on Reddit. (laughs) You get on Reddit. Oh, God, that's the whole thing, yeah. Get on Reddit and complain about statutory rape laws. Um, Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I just don't know. He'll, he would have gone to a, you know, like Jen Shaw prison or something and just have his own room where it's like, okay, Mr. Trump, today's yoga day and tomorrow we're having gourmet tacos for lunch. You know. Yeah. More than likely. Gourmet tacos. That's ridiculous. You want the opposite of that. You want a big sloppy street taco. Yeah. 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 Um, Iceman. I spent cometh. Anything to say about those tapes? Oh, um, no, actually, I, I thought they were interesting, um, but I did not prepare my thoughts for that. Well, um, there are these tapes on HBO. Uh, they're interviews with the real-life killer who's called Iceman. Uh, that's not his real name. Um, and he claims to have killed over 100 people. Uh, he's dead now. The, the interviews, I think, from... 1991, 1993, 2003, or something like that. Um, And he started off essentially as a serial killer and then ended up as a hitman for the mob. Mm -hmm. Um, And the interviews with him are fascinating. Yeah, they were interesting. And kind of, you know, what you would expect. But, um, you know, and he's he's interesting and and pretty terrifying at times Mm and not quite sure you can believe everything he says. But it's nonetheless worth a watch. Yeah. Um, but I thought what was interesting was they made a movie. Oh yeah. About him. I forgot we watched that. In twenty seven or something. Yeah, like that. starring um, Zod. Zod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who I thought did fine. Zod's always good. He's always good. Yeah. Yep. Schwimmer did fine. <clears throat> what? David Schwimmer did fine. I guess he was doing an interesting. Hey, man, like, I'm a New Yorker and I'm a, a mafia guy. I'm like, I don't believe you, David Schwimmer. And with the film, you can tell... <laughs> I thought David Schwimmer was good because he was kind of meant to be like a worm. In the film, um, you can tell that they've seen the same interviews we saw because they referenced them at, at points. We watched the, the film, like, right after watching yeah. the interviews, yeah. So, yeah, they reference it, mm-hmm, like exact kind of lines in his descriptions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they, they change everything else. Where yeah. he, um, the ice, the real life murderer makes clear, like he started off by being a really angry young man who had a, a terrible upbringing mm-hmm. and like he would kill people outside of bars for like no reason, mm-hmm. for like his own gratification. He was, you know, a serial killer. Yeah, a piece of shit. Like Yeah, an absolute yeah. piece of shit. And they change it so they make this guy like they try to, to make him like um to be co-opted sympathetic and, yeah to be yeah. co-opted by the mob that was really weird yeah and it's not just that i object to them making like a real horrible piece of shit like that like into like a hero yeah, yeah. i do find that ob- objectable mm-hmm. but um like it would have been a way better movie if they'd have kept to the facts. Because mm-hmm. he was really creepy. And you got the yeah. sense, like, he was really fucking dangerous. Like, you could never ever... You could be his best friend and mm-hmm. he might kill you. No, I get you, yeah. And you've got a great actor in Zod who could totally pull off. Yeah. You know, doing something a bit darker and more complicated. You know. Um, yeah, that was strange. Just kind of... Yeah, they definitely tried to, like, like spin it in such a way as, like, uh, you know, him being, like, like tricked 
into the mafia by Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta. who provides um, like the only point really of actual tension. I mean, there's just a, by being being Ray Liotta and doing his acting, yeah. it's his greatest <coughs> role <coughs> since B movie. Um, mm -hmm. Fucking mosquitoes. Uh, there's a bit in the, a car where he's threatening Iceman, mm -hmm. and it's just like really intense. Like he should have been Iceman. Yeah, it's really you well. Know, just, they just wrote that, you know. I guess wrote it in such a way where he had the opportunity to do something interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, you know, if you actually, because obviously, like we said, they'd seen those mother, the same got interview it. you got it <laughs> the same interviews the that we did, um, and then just kind of like picking certain lines, but not paying attention to like the context of like this guy is a psychopath and yeah. full of shit, and you know, yeah, and when he says I didn't feel anything, he's lying. Yes, in the interviews, like he's you know he talks about. I, I, you know, the guy, interviewer's like, how, how did you feel when you killed the guy? Nothing. I feel, I feel nothing. Well, why'd you do it? Because he pissed me off. Like, that's fascinating stuff. Yeah. You know, you could really write an interesting character. Yeah. Off of the real guy without, like, trying to dumb it down in such a way as to just make it a thing where, like, you feel bad for him. And, um, and they didn't even, like, succeed at that. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. I don't understand why make it like that. I don't understand either why do it like that. The real story is so much more interesting and nuanced and... Yeah, and horrible. Horrible, yeah. Yeah. So... So there we go. There you go. Cool. That's the end of the list. That's the end what of the list. Got, yeah. Yeah. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, cool. Anything else to say? Nah. Good to be back. Nah. Nah. Glad, <laughs> glad my lips better. Yes. Mm. Alright, thanks very much for watching this, I guess. No, I mean, thank you, but, uh... Yeah. Cool, thanks. <laughs>